Physical Wellness Radio. I'm Ted. My co-host, Coach Cody, is going to be joining us in just a moment. And today on the pod, we're talking to Mike Austin. I was fortunate enough to get to know Mike Austin when I lived out in Colorado. He was a member at the gym that I ran. Um, and and for the record, every gym needs a Mike Austin in it. Uh, he's a guy who's been around the block a time or two, been part of a, a fitness community and a fitness culture for a long time and you know both as a coach as a member and he's just again one of those lifers like this is who he is this is what he does and uh he shares a lot in this episode about um you know where where he gets motivation how he's been able to hang on to his fitness and improve his fitness you know with kids and a busy life and a busy schedule and uh, we thank him for coming on the pod and we hope you all enjoy the enjoy the episode All right, let's roll here. We've got Mike Austin. Uh, Mike Austin, living out in Colorado. I was lucky enough to uh, cross paths with Mike while I was out there. So, Mike, uh, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I think, um, you know, I was telling you right before we started recording here, I was like, ah, you know, I've always really, you know, kind of respected Mike. I think he's got a cool story. I think he uh, he's well-spoken. But also, you know, you have this like little subtle Southern draw that I think we just really needed in our podcast. So I appreciate <laughs> you that for that also. <laughs> yeah, you kind of hit me uh, right after the largest outdoor cocktail party, which uh, is kind oh, of the yeah. biggest celebration of, you know, kind of Southern heritage as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you know, yeah my Florida Gators uh, played uh, the Georgia Bulldogs yesterday and didn't really, uh, didn't really show up the way I, I wanted to see him show up, but... Yeah, so I'm I'm feeling my Southern heritage, you know, really strong this morning. <laughs> That's good. What uh, what did you do for the event? Uh, so, you know, me and Carrie are both you know big time fans. Uh, she's a Bulldog fan, unfortunately, um, <laughs> and then I'm a I'm a big Gator fan. So it's kind of a an event every year. We just kind of grilled out, grilled a big brisket yesterday, and you know just kind of hung out and watched the watched the game, had some cocktails, and I uh, you know about halftime I I realized that. I needed to start kind of preparing myself for, for you know, what was going to be a, a, a night of heartache. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I always joke. Uh, I tell my buddies this, and my father-in-law and I, you know, we'll sit back and crack a few beers, and I'm always like, you know, I can still drink with the best of them. It just takes me four times as long to recover. So, like, I don't even oh, really yeah. like drinking on Saturday. Like, I, I'm good to drink, like, a couple beers on Friday because I have Saturday and Sunday to kind of recover <laughs> before the week kicks off. Yeah. So yesterday, funny story. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym working out and, you know, we, uh, we, we have these, these pretty, you know, intense Saturday workouts. Um, our coach, you know, Erica, she's a, she's a former, you know, uh, cross country skier. She's, she's a former spin instructor. She just has this, uh, th- this mindset that, you know, suffering for about 45 minutes straight is a, is a good idea. So she writes these workouts up that, you know, really about halfway through your, you're questioning a lot of decisions that you've made in your life, you know, for, for a long time and including the decision to come in and, and actually do the workout that day. And I look over and, uh, we, you know, we have this, this guy, he's a absolute specimen of a human being. He's, you know, about 230 pounds does gymnastics. Like he's, you know, a five foot, 975 pound crossfitter yeah. and, yeah. uh, just a specimen of a human being. And I look over and he's absolutely getting crushed by this workout. And I finish up, I go and check on him afterwards, and he's like, man, I am so hungover. <laughs> and 
the only thing I could say to him was like, hey, man, at least you uh, you experienced the entire 45-minute hangover and or, you know, an eight-hour yeah. ha- you know, hangover in 45 minutes and the rest of the day, you know, you, you know you're, you're, you're good. It's true. It is a good way to kind of just clear the system, man, just get it all yeah, out. And flush just, it all out. I, uh, I think this is almost a perfect segue. I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, something I want to touch on today talking with you is, you know, I don't meet a lot of people who have um, maybe been – is passionate about kind of this whole workout regimen for as long as you know I have been or is committed and I think you have been as committed and even more committed than I have been you know so that's cool where do you uh tell us kind of like how you first got into like what like what was the what was the first entry into like CrossFit or fitness and uh how have you how have you maintained maintained that like discipline yeah so you know, I, I played uh, high school football, so I mean, of course, you're you know you're in and out of locker rooms, and you know you're strength training and stuff like that for sport, and so I did that. Um, kind of just fell in love with the the locker room mentality, you know, the camaraderie that that you get from you know working out with you know a bunch of like-minded people, and you know just just getting after it. So you know later on, I uh, you know just kind of hit the you know your standard you know, kind of bro gyms and did bodybuilding and stuff like that. And, you know, it's nice. You throw your headphones on, you go in there, you work out, but you kind of, you, you, you miss out on, you know, what, what I, I feel is like the best part of, you know, the, the experience of, of, of fitness is, you know, doing, doing it with others. So, um, about 2009, 2010, I believe I, uh, I was in fire school and, you know, just, in fire school, you, you know, you just get, you know, beat up every single day. You're, you're constantly dragging hoses and, you know, you're, you're carrying around a 75 pound SCBA and, you know, the, the, the conditioning aspect of it really, really gets tested. And I was not in shape at all. I was, I was, uh, I was huffing and puffing. I'd, I would, I would suck through a full tank in you know, about 15 minutes. And, you know, most of the time you needed to be on air for 30 to 45 minutes. And so I, I realized very quickly I needed to, to get in better shape. And there was a, there's a guy in in in, um, in fire school named Russ, and he uh, he's like, hey man, um, check out the the dot com, you know, just uh, go in there and you know look at look at some of the workouts and you know just start start there. And I did, and it was fun. I'd do the the best I could with you know the equipment that I had, and you know I'd go inside of a you know just a Gold's gym and and, and do it, and everyone looked like like crazy, but it was fun. And then um, around the the end of fire school, uh, Russ actually opened up the uh, the second gym in Jack's Beach. You know, the first uh, or second CrossFit gym in uh, Jack's Beach, and uh, he invited me over. And I thought I was in pretty good shape. You know, I'd been doing some stuff on myself, and I, I figured, yeah, I'll come in. I'll, I'm gonna crush this. And I'll never forget the first workout was um, it was 21159 um, overhead squats and ring dips. And everyone else, you know, got their bars ready, and I grabbed the the bar and I set up the girls' weight. And I was like, "Man, I'm gonna at least just try to keep up." And mm-hmm. I look over, and you know, everyone's done, and uh, I'm still suffering through the round of 15 ring dips. And I, it, it was it was soul crushing. It was it was one of those those workouts. You're just like, I I'm never doing this ever again. And uh, I'm laying on the floor and in a in a big pool of sweat and. He's mopping around me and, you know, basically just leaves a, you know, a, a, a dry body spot, you know, for, for me. And I, I, uh, I get up and, 
you know, I kind of dust myself off. I drive to the car or I walk to the car and drive home and I'm like, man, I'm never doing this again. This is, this is not for me. And, uh, yeah. next morning I, I, I get up and I go and sign up at my, my, my CrossFit gym. <clears throat> yeah. I, I find the first one closest to me and it's kind of been a, a journey ever since. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty actually very relatable, and I I think you and I have maybe even had this conversation before. They always say, you know, I think what makes, you know, I I love also kind of you know your average high school sports athlete, you know, who loved the camaraderie and and uh, you know I loved that aspect of the group fitness method, right, and CrossFit when I first got into it, and but that first workout, I was like you know, this isn't for me, this shit, you know, it's too hard. It's whatever, whatever. I started out, I, I did the same thing. I started my first ever CrossFit workout <clears throat> I did was in uh, Iowa city or sorry, university of Iowa rec. And I'm like, you know, same thing. People are like, what is this tall gangly kid trying to do, you know, with this barbell and it, same thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably getting a few eye rolls. And then you join a gym and you realize like, Oh, I thought I was in decent shape, whatever, but I can't do any of this crap. And so I think it's pretty cool. And I also like, you kind of touched on it when I think back to like early CrossFit and early, like training methodology of CrossFit, like it doesn't get much more CrossFit, you know, than a fire, fire school, fire service, you know, dude who's doing CrossFit. Tell me about how, like, like that is nostalgia. When I kind of think about it, like I remember reading and the articles and watching the videos, what has, how is that different than maybe what you're doing now? Or is it different at all? I don't know. Yeah, like over the years, it, it you know it, it definitely changed, and it, it it started off as you know you just grab any of the archaic you know things that that you could find around you. You know, you grab a sledgehammer and just beat a tire up for you know twenty minutes till your hands felt like you couldn't you know <laughs> grab the, the the steering wheel to you know drive home. And you know, over the years, you know the the workouts got much more you know you know, kind of structured around, you know, the metabolic conditioning side with, uh, you know, a lot more barbell work, a lot more dumbbell work, a lot more skill driven, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, I, I found fun, you know, like it went from just being, you know, grunt work, like, Hey, can I grab this 80 pound sandbag and, you know, move it for, you know, six miles or, you know, can I, can I grab this wheelbarrow full of, you know, center blocks and, you know, can I move this, you know, across there and, you know, unload the center blocks and put the center blocks back in and you know run it across this football field you know it it's uh the 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 grunt work's still there but it's much more skill driven now and you know the 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 longer i do it the more i find i i kind of go back to some of the roots you know like now i find myself just kind of dragging a sled around a lot more just Mm -hmm. getting back to the uh the grunt work i find that like to be true as well where it's like and i started about the same time as you guys 2010 and oddly enough Ted and I were probably at the University of Iowa Rec Center, probably doing the things just at different times, and we didn't know it. But, gosh, yeah. I think we've—I think CrossFit in some ways or gyms overprogram skill work because I think a lot of that beauty is in that grunt work in a lot of ways, like just doing the thing where it's kind of there's a barrier of skill right now, or there was that I don't know can be tough sometimes. And the skill is great, like don't get me wrong, and I'm sure like we all love doing the skill work, but man, like just there's something very like primal about like getting the sledgehammer out or loading up the heavy sled and just pushing it you know and it's all you have to do and it just feels very cleansing to me i don't know if you feel like that or or not but man that's like what i've missed at a, after a while yeah i feel like simple is always uh the way to go i mean 
it's it's fun to, to learn new skills. I mean, it's mm. it's there's nothing better than you know hopping up and you know learning your first bar muscle up and high fiving mm-hmm. all your friends, you know, because you've been working at it for you know what feels like an entire year, and you know everything is kind of all the all the transitions and you know all the development work that you've done you know up to that point it's 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 great and then uh i think people you know sometimes myself included have lost sight of like just how important it is just to go back to the basics and you know build virtuosity and like all the stuff that just no one wants to do you know like you know hop on a hop on a rower and you know just suffer for 30 minutes you know like see if you can find that 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 mental fortitude to just do intervals for for 30 minutes like that stuff is 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 you know the the stuff where i think the the uh you know the 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 crossfit in general and you know just the fitness in in general um you know it's kind of lost sight of like just build that mental fortitude yeah i think uh i'm kind of with you it's actually in a way kind of come you know I think, I think it's come full circle in a way. Like I've kind of gone in and out kind of the, of the CrossFit world too. And, and in the last, you know, maybe handful of months, I've really kind of dove all the way back in and, and a lot of like the similar structure of the CrossFit workouts. And I'm following a programming right now <clears throat> from, uh, from NC fit and the workouts are very like, you know, so we've talked about it already, but to kind of like you know say it again like when i first got into crossfit it's grunt work it's this it's this and then it really got into high skill like ring muscle ups and heavy thrusters and you know clean complexes and all these other things and now like i follow this nc fit programming and it's like you're going to come in um you've got a three by five squat and then you're going to do a conditioning piece that's 15 minutes to 18 minutes long and it's rowing wall sits and up downs like not even burpees like up downs and it is yep. the freaking hardest workout I, I, this is, I just did a few days ago and it's like you we, we you sprint 500 meters and you do a 45 second wall sit and then you do 10 up downs afterwards and it's like all these simple simple movements but it's such a great workout and it, I remember too like when we first started you know running the gym and doing things like we had up downs as like a variation for burpees for people that struggled with burpees up downs suck yeah. up downs i think are harder than <laughs> burpees for the record but so i don't know if you've seen kind of that f- same full circle co- you know come with uh with some of the programming some of the methodology but uh yeah I, that's just kind of what i've noticed you know diving in and out of it yeah i'm kind of seeing the same thing I, i'm i'm uh i'm kind of doing some some different programming as well you know i've i've I played around with, um, you know, with Misfit programming lately, and I really like, yeah, you know, the, awesome. yeah, I just love the structure of it. You know, those guys are, you know, just kind of, you know, and I, and I say this with, you know, complete and total respect. Those guys are just fitness nerds that just, you know, dive really deep into the, you know, like their 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 methods, mm-hmm. and you know, my my favorite part of 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 their work, you know, it might come as a surprise to you, you know, kind of knowing my history and, you know really loving the the strength aspect of of the workout but it's the bitch work you know it's mm-hmm. the you know hopping on the the rower or grabbing the ski or again doing you know intervals and it's that's the part that has challenged me the most because you know the the strength side always comes easy you know it's it's easy to get excited about a you know a heavy clean or a heavy deadlift or a heavy squat but it's hard to get excited about you know hopping in your garage when it's 35 degrees and mm-hmm. hopping on a rower when you know that that air is blowing on you and it's making your hands numb and you know it's it's hard to do that but i feel like it's much more rewarding you know when you when you get in there and you do that and then the transition of you know that that you know adaptation i find you know 
lends itself really well when I'm under a load and I'm doing, you know, five plus back squats and I'm going for that, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth rep and I'm trying to brace my core and I'm trying to, to really maintain that, you know, that, that, that breathing pattern that I need, you know, to, to, to stay tight and braced. And it comes easy when, you know, you're not, your face isn't all red and, you know, you, you feel like you're about to pass out because, you know, metabolically you're just in a huge mm-hmm. deficit. I feel like that, that work has really transitioned well to, you know, being able to, to do the, the heavy work, you know, much, much easier. How, uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think, you know, I kind of feel like I say this almost on every episode that we, we have. And again, this is a fitness-based podcast, so it just tends to reason. But like, I think all of us, all three of us past, you know, guests that we've had on the show, we're all looking for challenges, you know, physical challenges. And it's funny how those physical challenges kind of develop like other, you know, challenging aspects of our life and make things easier in a way too, right? Like, you know, <clears throat> I think again kind of piggybacking off what you said like guys like you and me like i've always enjoyed the barbell you've definitely enjoyed the barbell i also like there's something very like cathartic you know the discipline that it takes to do you know skiing intervals like you said or salt bike intervals and like the return that we get and and kind of almost the benefit of like hey like i just walk into the gym warm up you know my lungs warm up my my joints a little bit and i jump on a bike and i go and the return on investment in that is is pretty pretty crazy how have you mike you know like been able to maintain this like i think you're just so everybody knows father two three uh two got two daughters two two daughters and uh two bulldogs or two one pit bull one bulldog I've got I've got two two pit bulls, one bulldog, two cats, and a fish. Okay, a, so father of many. I got a, a full on zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I was busy, but holy cow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so tell us, like, what's uh, and again, I know, like, it's such a cliche cliche to say, hey, what's your secret, dude? But like, I know it's not a secret. But what's your thing? Like, what what keeps you coming back? What what makes it so? What keeps you disciplined? Well, for me, I mean, it's it's the it's the framework for, you know, life running well for me, you know, when, when, uh, when my mind's at, at its, at its best, when it's running on all cylinders, you know, it's because my body is, is also, you know, running on all, all cylinders. And, you know, it's the, I, f- I feel like, you know, for me, um, you know, this might not be part of the question, but, you know, the, like m- mental health and physical health are so tied together. And for me, you know, like, mental health is such a, an important part of me, especially being in a, in a house that's, you know, full of, you know, kids and cats and dogs and, you know, everything's just, you know, we got all these conflicting schedules and, you know, everything is, uh, is, is, you know, moving at a, at a very fast pace in, in our lives. And, you know, a, a lot of times we, we, we forget that, you know, that the, you, you can make all of those things run so much smoother if you just take that time in the morning and, you know, get up and move or, you know, prioritize that that hour in the afternoon just to you know get that workout in you know i feel like it makes you a better father it makes you you know a much more empathetic person in general where Mm -hmm. you know you can you know look over at that person that just cut you off in traffic and go like it's 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 cool man i mean i i I get it you're busy like you know (laughs) instead of you know giving them the uh you know, what's probably the Iowa salute, you know, the you know, saying, saying, saying the, you know, the, the, the hello at the window, you know. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's easy to prioritize it when you, when you see like the value that it brings every part of your life. When you, when you realize that, you know, this is medicine, movement is medicine. 
and you know that that's that's a cliche in itself but it's like it's very true like you know i feel like a lot of uh what ails us a lot of times you know the you know the the anxiousness the you know the the anxiety that 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 we have just in general of you know just living you know comes from you know probably not using our bodies the way that it was intended to use you know to, to be used and uh, when we do that when we when we give you know our bodies that opportunity to kind of showcase what it's what it's capable of doing you know there's a there, there's a mental reward there and a physical reward and i think you do those th- those things and you give yourself that like it's easy to stay on track it's easy to prioritize that as a you know important part of your life yeah it's it's easier to do those hard things right just i know when i do this hard thing i know when i do this 40 minute workout i'm going to be a better human for it and i'm going to have better relationships for it and this kind of made me think and i don't have any kids and i don't have any pets so it makes me a little different from you and ted so maybe this is a better conversation for you and ted but um like how does that like even with your daughters do they see something now that they wouldn't have do they pick up on these kind of activities these you know truisms that maybe we're thinking about or talking about of like hey like i do this thing and i'm just a better father for it do they pick up on that at all yeah my my oldest has you know kind of been in the gym you know ted ted knows um i used to bring her in the gym all the time and you know she'd ride her her uh her scooter around and you know going weave in between people you know while they're deadlifting and stuff it was crazy um but yeah she's she's been in the gym with me since day one and now you know i have a i have a six-year-old and 12 year old my 12 year old you know she's she comes out here and you know she hops on the bike with me sometimes and you know i I I took her to the gym the other day and you know she hopped on the elliptical you know while i was you know doing some some bike intervals and it's like I see it's just a natural part of their lives. You know, like mm-hmm. I was out here just working out about, you know, an hour ago and my six year old, she's swinging around on my rings and, you know, she's being active and playing and, you know, it's just, for her, it's just so natural. And so, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, I'm, I've, I've definitely witnessed it just become a natural part of their lives as well that like being active is, is fun. You know, it's, it, it should be fun. You mm-hmm. know, it's just playtime, you know, it's all it is. And, uh, you know, when you, when you approach it that way and, you know, you, you don't make it, you know, where it's a, a job or a chore. It's, it's, it's really easy to, you know, to, to, to be fun. And I watch my kids, you know, all the time, just, you know, playtime is, it's a, it's a, it's a time to look forward to. Yeah. It's like another opportunity to free to yeah, connect I, with them, I'm I sure as well. Yeah. I mean, we're out here just listening to music and, you know, my six year old's dancing and I'm dancing and, you know, it's just a time to be goofy and, you know, work out and it's a, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I wonder, like, so I think we could probably take those girl notes here. from, go ahead, go oh, ahead. here we go. This is what, no, stuff I want to hear. I want to hear you guys, because I don't know it's out of my world. <laughs> no, I was so. just, yeah, no, I was just going to say, hey, so what uh, What does the music selection look like when you're out in the garage gym banging it out and the girls are out there? Like, how, how much control do you have over the music? Uh, so just to put it in perspective, I've, I've, listened, in, I've listened to uh, Taylor Swift's, what, <laughs> um, what you made me do about 17 times today. So that if, if that, if that, if that helps you understand who, yeah. who the DJ is, whenever uh, I'm, in, I'm in the gym with the girls, it's, it's definitely not me. Yeah. My kids are younger. So we're still in like, um, we're still in the frozen stage, the Moana stage, the Disney music stage, yeah. um, which, you know, it's just, you, you start to learn what, what workout discipline is when you can work out to, you know, <laughs> let it go for the 10th yeah. time in the row. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've said a lot of PRs to uh, Beyonce, so um, <laughs> if you can set PRs to uh, Beyonce, you can set that's PRs trick, to, though, to, maybe, to Frozen yeah. as well. We should all try that, maybe. That's just the song. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, Let It yeah, Go is a very my, my oldest very is a uh, big song. Oh, yeah, it's 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 easy to uh, just, just hop right in anywhere. <laughs> but, yeah, um, my oldest is a uh, big uh, J-, J. Cole fan, so um, whenever she's out here, it's a lot more fun. That's cool. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. It, Interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm not quite to that point where I can maybe pump J. Cole into my three year old's ears, but maybe we'll get there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always time. Yeah. There's always time. Oh man. What's yeah, uh, so, so man, what's uh, like, what's uh, go ahead, Cody. No, you can, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm on a slight delay mic for whatever reason. So sometimes Ted and I step on each other's no toes, but, um, I was thinking about like so we're kind of talking about like the past like the present and what that gets you but what does it get you like in the future have you thought about that at all like when you're and shoot let's like reach for the stars here like 20 years 30 years 40 years from now like what does that fitness regimen look like for you to be that better human yeah absolutely so um i definitely like see myself kind of transition uh, you know away from some of the the strength goals that I've, I've set for myself, you know, like I wanted to hit a, you know, a certain back squat. I wanted to hit a certain, you know, clean and jerk. I wanted to do all these things. And, you know, the, the, the older I get, you know, the less important those things are to me. So I've kind of reprioritized some of that. Cause you know, I, I, I find that like I could work really, really hard for the next six months and I could probably achieve that goal, but the toll that it might take on my body for the next 10 years might not, might not, might not be worth it. And so I've, I've definitely transitioned to, you know, more like on the longevity side, you know, I'm, I'm turning 38 this year and I, I can't, uh, I can't approach training like I did when I was 28. It's just, you know, it's, it's not a smart way to, way to approach it. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, heading towards the longevity side, you know, so I've been doing, you know, I've been incorporating a lot more bodybuilding movements, you know, a lot of, you know, like, you know, some of the like Mar- Marcus Philly stuff, you know, where it's like, mm. you know, it's, uh, functional bodybuilding you know it's it's like uh strengthening and bullet bulletproofing uh joints and and stuff like that to allow myself to train the way i want to train i I can still get after it you know maybe two days a week with with some heavy metcons or you know with some high skill work but i'm not i'm not going after it seven days a week and that that's that's all kind of just approaching that that idea that i want to be doing this in in 10 years i want to be doing this in 20 years and you know, I want to be, you know, out there snowboarding with, with my kids when, you know, they have kids. You know, I want to I want to be able to climb, you know, 14ers when I'm, you know, in my 50s and 60s. You know, I, I want to be able to, to do these things that, you know, I don't have broken down joints and I'm not having knee replacements and hip replacements just to, uh, you know, kind of show off, you know, how strong I am right now in the gym. Yeah, that is, uh, you know, we've, we've already used the, the word cliche a couple of times on this episode, but I think it is like a lot of cliches are cliches for a reason, you know, like in, and one of them that I've heard before too, and maybe you guys have heard it too, is, you know, like, I think you go through this, this, like, I don't know, this roller coaster when you're really deep into fitness is like early on, maybe it's about like displaying strength and displaying fitness. And then it turns into like, I think where all of us are is like developing strength and developing fitness you know like that's more important to us like if i need to leave five pounds off the off the bar for today you know so it makes my knees feel better tomorrow or the next day it's well worth it so i can go out in the yard and play with my kids it's well worth it and i think like that's always maybe a little harder to put into context and tell you kind of maybe 
have kids and until you have like a little bit of age and seasoning on you, you know, when, in the weight room. And <clears throat> something I heard too uh, um, is, and it's kind of in the back of my mind all the time is like, man, I, I'm not like super old. You're not super old. None of us are super old, but you know, I have young kids and I want to be able to walk them down the young girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle someday. And it's like me chasing PRs is not going to help me like walk my kids down the aisle someday, you know, but it might freaking tear up my knee and it might make, who knows, right? Your whole like outlook on life kind of changes in a way when you start thinking about like, I'm doing this for very particular reasons, you know, like I'm doing it for stress relief. I'm doing it to, you know, continue to develop and be a better person. We've touched on that already. And so it's cool. And it's cool to, you know, hear you say that because I'm kind of having those same internal thoughts. And so it kind of like is reaffirming for me. So I, you know, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know, it only takes a couple of injuries to, to kind of take away what, what, you know, is your, you know, daily medicine for, you know, for me, it's like, I mean, when you have those little setbacks and, you know, you have a, you know, something going on with your hip and suddenly you can't squat anymore. And so mm-hmm. that, 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 that makes you, you know, a little bit less motivated to get in the gym and, and, and do things like it only takes a couple of those to kind of like remind you, Hey, like this stuff is, you know, it's, 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 it's about the long haul. You know, you can, you, you can go in there and showcase what you can do today. But, you know, if it, if it, if it means that you're not capable of, of working out tomorrow, then, you know, what are we really doing? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I think, uh, I think it's really cool. And I think it's, it's something admirable in a way too, that, um, it, it's so hard to put people into that mindset unless, unless life puts them into that mindset, you know, and like, yeah. we're not going to be able to improve if we're not in the gym, you know? So if we have a setback, if we have an injury or whatever it might be, like we're, we're not in the gym and then it, it snowballs and we've again talked about how physical health can equal mental health for a lot of us there's a lot of times my wife will be like did you work out today i was like no nah, i didn't she's like i fucking could tell yeah, <laughs> you I, know like i can tell because it's written, you're just it's written it, you your know? face yeah, yeah yeah you got that you got that resting bitchy face all day <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't say that to your wife like wives can say that to their husbands but don't say that to your wife just so you know absolutely that's a yes that's a truism and I want to say, you know, I feel like it should be said to if Ted's and I hope they do if Ted's kids listen to this podcast, you know, 10 years from now, or 20 years from now, no pressure. But Ted's been thinking about your wedding day for the last 20 years. So that's why he's been working out. I feel like that should be yeah, said. Did you hear that holiday? <laughs> no pressure. No, speaking, speaking of kids, too. So I, I, Mike, I was just getting ready to jump on this podcast and my wife's like, oh, what are you, you know, who are you talking to? I was like, oh, my class and she's like oh yeah that's great he uh him and his wife told us about the candy store in jacksonville florida you know yeah. for those that don't know that's where uh that's where my daughter was born and and uh and so i was like candy store like i didn't even remember that and like it's it's uh it's cool so i appreciate that too yeah the jacksonville doesn't have a whole lot to offer but the candy store is definitely <laughs> one of the uh one of the highlights yeah, for those that don't know, is like, what is this, like a three-story, like, massive candy store? And I was like, when you hear candy store, you're like, oh, cool, the candy store, that's kind of cool. But then you walk in, you're like, this is a mecca of sugar, you know? Yeah, like, it, it's it's Willy Wonka's, you know, factory, like, scaled down times 10. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a cool spot, and it's downtown. And like I said, you know, downtown doesn't have a ton to offer, um, you know, most of the time, but that's that that's one of the cool spots and you know it's it's, it's always been kind of cool that you know you have that that kind of jacksonville connection 
you know, with uh, with your daughter. That was that was really cool, and it was it was fun for us to kind of share, you know, some of the things that that we've uh, we've kind of missed, you know, when we were able to tell you about going down to the beach and yeah. you know hit hit some of the spots, like hit some of the food spots that 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 we uh, we miss living out here in Colorado. I mean, the the uh, fish tacos out there are absolutely phenomenal. So if anybody you know visits Jacksonville, the uh, barbecue and the fish tacos are definitely the the things to go for. Yeah, do you um, where where are you from originally, Michael? Did you did you grow up in Jacksonville or what part of uh, where did you grow up? So I kind of bounced around a little bit. So I was born originally in Jacksonville, and then um, my dad was in the Navy, and he was stationed in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. So we spent the first four years in uh, San Juan, and then mm-hmm. um, eventually my, my my parents split, and I spent some time in Nebraska, and then back to Jacksonville for a while and uh, pretty much lived most of my life in Jacksonville. Then my dad uh, settled down in Vermont and I, uh, I lived up there in Bennington, Vermont for a little bit with some, uh, you know, for, for uh, I don't know, I think maybe a year with uh, my dad. And then I came back to Florida and um, it was kind of weird, like when, it, like spending that time up there in the mountains, like, you know, spending that time in the, in the Northeast, like you get accustomed to the seasons and you get accustomed to just the outdoor lifestyle of, you know, like, I want to go on a hike today. I want to, you know, go, go see something and you just do it, you know, whereas like in Florida, it's, you, uh, it's so hot all the time. You plan your day from, you know, where can I find AC to, you know, where can I find AC? And, (laughs) um, you either spend most of your days in the water or finding places that have good AC. And I, I just, that's that's one reason why I ended up out here in Colorado. Is like once I moved back to Florida, it was just never uh, it was never a spot that that felt like home anymore. It you know like mm-hmm. that once I got that taste of that that New England you know living in the mountains and you know being able to hike, I just uh, it it made it hard to to really settle back into Florida. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd suck like you know Amy and I we think about Colorado every day and how we wish we would have taken more advantage of it in a way like you know. At the time, she was she was in residency. She was busy. I was running the gym. I was busy, and we're kind of like, man, we underutilized all that like Colorado had to offer, and and we still we do really love where we live now. But Iowa isn't known for its hiking. You know, Iowa isn't known for its like, yeah. you know, there's a subtle beauty here in Northwest Iowa, and I think Iowa in general. But it's like, man, when you got mountains and at night the the orange and purple skies and the mountains it's just like it is second to none and it you know i remember even just taking pictures and sending it to some of my buddies here in iowa and the pictures never do it justice so until you get out there it's like man it's something else i i too one more thing about jacksonville when we were down there and this was you know almost four years ago now there was a like it snowed it snowed in jacksonville florida and oh, yeah. like the ice like froze over the bridges and the town like shut down. And that was just crazy, you know? And like, you know, me growing up in Iowa, it snows all the time. And then growing up in you know, or then spending a lot of time in Colorado, it's like, you know, snows a lot, you know? And there's like all these people when we were in the hospital, they're like nurses are like, I don't even have a winter coat. And I don't even, you know, like, I don't like, I don't know how I'm supposed to get home. And they, you know, like all the bridges were frozen. So that was just kind of something that I thought was funny too. Yeah, I think it's only happened a couple times. Um, like 1989, I was in kindergarten, and mm. we uh, we got our like first big snow. And I, I, I want to say forever, and I just remember the same thing. Like we got 
you know, probably a, a little dusting of two inches, but that two inches completely shut, you know, the, the city down, every bridge was shut down. It was, it was one of the coolest things I've ever experienced, you know, the, you know, going out there making, uh, you know, snow angels and, yeah. you know, the, the middle of a December Florida. I think we had a white Christmas that year. It was, it yeah. was amazing, but I mean, that's a, that's a rare, rare thing so that, that, you know, you should feel it fortunate w- to experience that. Yeah, it was rare. Cause I remember like looking out the window, I was like, Oh, it's snowing. That's cool. And you kind of forget like, you know, like it's a long story, but like how we got there and you kind of forget like, Oh, this is so odd for this region. You know, like, Oh, there's an inch and a half or two inches of snow on the ground. You know, and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You know, it makes sense. It was January, you know, early January. But, uh, yeah, it, just to hear the buzz, like in the hallway of the hospital, like uh, nurses and everybody, like, you know, kind of not really sure how to handle it. It was just, it was interesting and kind of amusing in a way. What, um, let's change gears a little bit. So non-fitness related, Mike Austin, what do you like to do? What, what, uh, what keeps you busy kind of, you know, outside of the gym, outside of, I mean, I know, <clears throat> you know, every dad, it's going to be, you know, spending time with your family, but what are some other kind of fun things you like to do to spend your time? I like to, uh, you know, do, do stuff around the house, I like to do work on projects, like anything I can build is, is fun. You know, I, I'm constantly building racks and stuff for, you know, storage in my, my house. And I, I work on little house projects here and there. I like to uh, tinker on the, on the cars and, you know, um, you know, do, do the, do, do all the work on my cars myself. And, um, I like to draw, like that's something I do for my job, but it's something that, you know, when I, when I look back and, think about like one of my favorite subjects in high school that wasn't, you know, weightlifting or, uh, something sports related. It was, it was probably art class. And so, uh, I was, I was big time into art whenever I was growing up and, um, I never really lost that passion for it. So every once in a while, I just kind of grab the, grab the doodle pad and, you know, start, start drawing some stuff with the kids and they think it's cool. They're like, you know, dad's like the best artist in the world. And, you know, to me, it's just like, you know, just playing around, but they, they absolutely love it. So yeah, it's, it's fun to, sit down and do that do you do you view like uh drawing as an example is that like a skill that can be developed or do you feel like that was just kind of inherent within you it's a, it's a little bit of both you know like there's definitely like a floor to it and you know a ceiling like like most people aren't gonna grab a pencil and you know be a you know great great artist right off the the, the rip and you know i'm definitely not wouldn't consider myself one of those but it's it's one of those things that yeah you can definitely you, you can definitely develop it. It's, I, th- I think it, there, any skill that, that, that's out there can be developed. You know, there's, there's a floor and a ceiling and, you know, everybody's floor and ceiling is a little bit, you know, different mm-hmm. just based off of natural talent. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, if you, if you like it and you work at it and you enjoy it, like it, it makes it that much easier to develop it. And what do you, well, I guess I don't know this, Ted, I think you already do, but what do you do for work? Uh, so I'm, I'm a I'm a CAD designer, so I work for an engineering company. So I draw a lot of uh, pretty lines for, you know, all the plants and stuff. I I do a lot of three D development for, um, you know, the the modeling software that, that that we use to, you know, create these these massive surfaces and, you know, for for roadways and you know ponds and ditches and stuff like that. I do a lot of stormwater conveyance stuff. So I get to tell the t- t- tell the water where to go, <laughs> tell which is really neat. Water likes to be level. That's something an engineer told me once. Like, and I don't know. So I went to Iowa State. You know, at Iowa State University, there's like a big engineering school, and like, 
I, I just uh, I have a buddy who's an engineer and he's like water water likes to be level and he told me that one time and it just always <laughs> sticks with me and like no matter what you do it'll always be level and so that's, it always, that's it just it pops right into level. my head when you said that <laughs> it does always wants to find level yeah so uh what's um so what's next man i you know what's the what's the family you got uh winter months coming up here you guys uh do any traveling you guys do spend any time in the mountains in colorado what's uh what are you guys looking forward to uh personally i'm i mean we're, we're, we're probably going to get our first snow today uh, oh, cool. just looking out looking out i mean it's it's halloween it always snows on halloween if it feels like <laughs> yeah, but, yeah um we should be getting some snow today so i'm, I'm looking forward to you know, taking the kids out, you know, trick or treat tonight and, and all that, um, you know, watching all the trick or treaters come up to the house and hopefully try to scare a couple of, you know, to, <laughs> to, uh, to death. And, uh, that'd be fun. Um, but that's also kind of reminded me that, you know, uh, snowboard season's coming up. So I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully getting the, the family up snowboarding, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, kind of, kind of using my fitness, you know, in a, in a way that I haven't been able to before. Like, I feel like this year, I'll uh, I'll definitely have a better better time up there because um, I'm down 20 pounds. My my conditioning is a lot better. I feel like I'm gonna have a much easier time getting up and down the mountain this year. So I'm kind of excited about that. And then um, yeah, as far as traveling, yeah, we have a we have a nice little trip planned for Orlando, taking the kids down to Universal Studios for awesome. you know, four or five days, and you know visiting with some family down there. So we get to you know to take a break from this cold weather and go fill some of that 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 uh, Florida December heat <laughs> yeah uh, how did uh when did you get into snowboarding was there snowboarding in Vermont or not really was there is there any hills out there yes did, how's it how's a kid from Jacksonville get into snowboarding well most of the time it's you know you, you your, your friend comes back you know and says uh I, w- I went to Breck last weekend and the next <laughs> thing you know you're going to Breck um that's not really how it happened for me like I, I did grow up in Vermont for a little bit and our closest mountain was you know probably 25 minutes away and I remember going up there with uh you know a bunch of borrowed gear and that was all too big for me I was probably wearing a size 11 shoe you know or a size 11 boot and I was probably only a size 7 at the time and uh I remember just going up there and falling a thousand times and freezing my butt off but you know it was it was fun and then um kind of didn't do it for a long time and moved to Colorado and you know, we moved in the in the summer of 2015, and I remember telling myself like, don't let this winter like get by without going up there, because I'm I'm one of those like people that that kind of believe if if you let you know stuff pass you by, it makes it easier to let it you know pass by next year. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to spend that first winter just kind of you know indoors and not really doing much. I wanted to make sure that you know I I, I kind of got out there and braved the elements a little bit. So um, kind of went up there and taught myself all over again. It was it was tough. I fell. A bunch of times because as you can imagine being a 12 year old kid and you know learning you know how, how to snowboard your body's a lot different when you're you know in, in your 30s and so i uh i had to kind of learn all over again how to how to snowboard but um kind of self-taught and you know every year i get a little bit better i try something a little bit more stupid and i uh sometimes make it sometimes don't make it and, but I, I learn a little bit each time and yeah, it, it's just it's a it's a fun it's it's just like anything else. It's, it's skill development, and when it's fun and it's exciting, it's it's a lot easier to do it. Do you have like um, ramps in your future? Like, are you gonna go off any of those like crazy ramps, the gaps, <laughs> and do some like cool tricks? Is that in the future? Or is that now? I don't know. 
I've done a few like I'll, I'll do like side hits and stuff like that I've, I've I've hit a couple 180s and stuff like that um I'm definitely not not nearly as uh fearless as I was you know early on um I've taken some pretty pretty bad bad falls and I still have a, a left shoulder that clicks and pops every time that I get out of bed so it's a reminder of hey like hey stupid don't 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 try that so uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see myself doing any big airs or you know doing any backflips anytime soon. But yeah, every, every once in a while, I, I, I get ballsy enough to you know to try try to hit a gap or you know try to you know send it off one of those jumps. I think that I think that stuff's really cool. But you're probably talking to two guys with an accumulative over under of 0.5 snowboarding trips. Cody, have you ever, have you ever gone snowboarding? No. Negative. It's under it's under point five for under. me also yeah so, <laughs> I know again Brent's somebody who lived in Colorado for six years yeah I mean, that's what that's what I mean like Amy and I all the time we're like man we were you know when we moved out there we initially were so like we're grinding we're grinding we're working we're doing this and then it kind of like pulls you into like oh we got to keep doing this we got to keep doing that and, it, and we did like and we had to mm -hmm. in some sense but like I said I was like, the other man. side of what Mike said like you didn't go like that first time you were out there so then it was hard to go the next Absolutely. year right you're just in that harder like negative cycle of it, not negative necessarily but mm -hmm. you know not doing that thing yeah. at least yeah for sure yeah, it makes it easy to kind of justify like staying on the grind when uh yeah, you, know, you just yeah, kind yeah, of hit, hit the ground running and do it yeah well, that's awesome, Mike. Uh, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. We appreciate you, you know, taking the time, um, coming coming uh, on with us. And like you said, this is Halloween. This is pre-recorded. This is going to release here in a couple weeks. But uh, happy Halloween to you and the family, man. Have fun with it, and uh, best of luck to you, dude. Cool, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, and don't, uh, don't eat too much candy tonight. <laughs> appreciate you, dude. Take care. See you guys.